Terry met Valencia in law school. In law school. They went on to have three great kids. And now they all live in Louisiana. Louisiana. And wanna share with you how they live. How they live. Living with the Landry's. Living with the Landry's. Living with the Landry's. Living with the Landry's. Let's get drinking. Hello, hello, hello. It is. Your girl. <laughs> Am I your girl? Beyonce. Ooh, baby, baby. Oh, baby. Beyonce gonna come for you. <laughs> well, that's why I'm Beyonce. I look nothing like her. I'm not even trying to claim that. Um, No, so it is your girl. I hope I'm your girl. Uh, Valencia Vessel Landry with the man to the right of me. Good evening, world. <laughs> <laughs> this is Terry Landry, Julie. Yeah. Please say to Junior. Yeah. Um, not to get confused. Not to get confused with whom? Senior. <laughs> I don't think that would happen on this podcast. <laughs> um, no, so thank you all so much for joining us. We have just been overwhelmingly blessed with um, the feedback that we have been getting from those of you all who have taken time out of your busy schedules and your days um, to listen to this podcast. Uh, oh, we appreciate definitely. you guys spending time time with us and, and living with these Landry's. Right? Still celebrating the yeah. greatest month, Black History Month. Absolutely. Our birthday months. Yeah. Mardi Gras. The Mardi Gras. Allez-y, bon son roulé. No, I know. We still do no. it. No. Allez-y, de na bon non roulé. <laughs> but so that, we did. That probably didn't make sense. No, I don't think it did. Yeah, we had a great time. We actually went on vacation. Um, as we were leaving out, Ted Cruz was coming in. Yeah, is that a that works? That works. Too. Okay, cool. Mexico, Mexico. We had a great time. But listen, we wanted to come to you guys as promised um, to celebrate the last week of uh, Black History yeah. Month. We want to talk about um, a topic that has has plagued, has divided our people, has divided our people, and has and has even plagued you know our, our relationship and our lives uh, to a certain extent, and that is colorism, right? And so, um, what what is colorism in your opinion? So colorism is the kind of the the systemic divisive action of making one group of people. Or one race of people feel less than um, people within that same race because of the the hue of their of their skin tone, right? The darker skin tone folks usually are. Um, I don't want to say disenfranchised, but for lack of a better word, they're they are discriminated against. They are not given equal opportunities. They are not considered as beautiful or as handsome or there are stereotypes no, you know I, yeah right i think you hit it i think you hit it spot on i think yeah. that the the difference between colorism and racism is that the colorism comes from with your, your own people absolutely right? and, yeah. it, and it is uh, but it was uh, created Let, let's say hold on colorism is not something that was just created in the african-american community like it actually does stem from from slavery and i don't know listen you know i'm, I'm a fan of kenya barris the guy who created um, Blackish and Grownish? And so, I don't know if anyone, anyone has ever seen his Netflix special that is that he stars in, and it's you know based upon his life. But it's like every episode is like it's because of slavery. 
it's still because of slavery. Right. So, you know what I mean? And so, like, his family, they they grow very um, weary of him always blaming everything on slavery. So I'm not I'm not trying to have that that be this type of situation. Mm-hmm. But truthfully, colorism is a direct result of slavery, right? It's a direct result of when any any African American that that closely resembled or more resembled that of white their white slave owners or white people were considered more beautiful, more attractive. That's where you get the term field slaves and house slaves, right? right. So, you know, which, which was purposely done. Absolutely. To pit to divide, other, right, right, right. Because right. it's kind of that, it's, it's that yeah, same it's old language that, you know, united we stand, divided we fall. Absolutely, we right. the pantyhose. Two sizes small. So sh- shout out to good times. So no, I mean, you know, the 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 lighter slaves because they were still slaves, and I think that that's right. the shit that gets me right. right. You still a slave. Well, then um, you saw you saw when you going back to that, you saw a lot of times that the slave owners would sometimes appoint the fair skinned slaves as the overseers and so uh, yeah, while, while he was gone, sometimes, right? You know, and, and they yeah. felt like they were riding high on that horse, and oh, literally, I'm gonna go tell massa, L- literally, right? When they didn't realize they were really destroying their own people. And not saying all, but like you know, that that's kind of what you know, or, or those that believe, oh, we got us a good massa, I ain't going nowhere, right? right? So, like Samuel Jackson's character oh. in Django, right. Right. Who <laughs> literally, because he's so ignorant, is probably like my favorite character right. in the whole movie. Just because, no joke, I, 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 I know, I know some black folks like that to this day. Right. Those right? Who, who kind of are still enslaved and don't yeah, even know. Yeah, right? absolutely. And feel like if it if it's white, then mm. it's right. Mm. We right? went to school with some folks like that. We should. Yeah. I, I'll never forget. And I'm not. You know, I ain't calling no names, but I'll never forget. Be like. Oh, I'm going to study with the white people. They know what they're doing. Right. Oh, well, damn on you. Then you go ahead. Right. Now, this at an HBCU, mind you. Yeah. And it's still, yeah. we still have people that believe that, right? Yeah. We know yeah. that in our profession. Yeah. That far too often, the white professionals, we walk into a courtroom and they're representing people that look like us because yeah. of that mentality. Yeah, like this, this, this white man about to get me off these crimes. Well, Negro, if you burglarize the 7-Eleven... I don't really know what he was how he gonna help you. You you gonna get charged with armed robbery? I'm not really. <laughs> that's what you are gonna get convicted of right. nine times out of ten. But it's all good. Right. Um, and then they come to us after they've gone to them and say, "Look, brother, I don't want I don't want this case, so I can't you know I yeah. can't take it or whatever yeah. the case may right. be." Then they want to come to the you know brothers and sisters and let me get a discount. But that's yeah. a whole nother. That's a whole nother topic <laughs> for a whole nother a whole nother day. Right. And and I guess what gets my goat. I know you hear when I you say that. Go? Yeah, I do. Um, what gets my goat too is the the black attorneys and how they want to sit here and be nasty to you and bite your head off, mm-hmm. you know, in order to appease a white judge or a white, but whatever. Okay, right. but so so moving yeah, on. I think, yeah, I think. That, <laughs> Sorry, well, I was about to get on that. No, tangent. right. We got a lot of topics that we yeah. need to, that y'all gonna cover yeah. all that stuff later on. We gonna we gonna talk about it, but I think that you know. As you know, y'all can't see us, but if you look at our cover art, yeah. you can see that my lovely wife is a nice shade of chocolate. Yes. And so let's talk about that. Be like, you know, growing up, like, did it, did you notice? Was that brought to your attention? Or when would you ever, like, let's say the first time you were made to feel different, even from your own people? Because so, no, of the, that's the a color great question. Skin? So, this is the thing. I have to give a shout out to my parents because my, my mother is, is, is lighter. Than my dad and my brother and I kind of came out in in the middle 
of them, right? And so never once was that ever an issue in in my house. I ne- my parents never my my mom is my mama call herself a dark skinned woman. In her mind, she's truly a dark skinned woman. She's not, but in her mind, like to her, that is beautiful. It's it's the black mm. of the berries, the sweet of the juice. Right. And so she would always kind of fawn over my brother and I's skin color and skin tone. And so we were always made to feel beautiful and attractive. In my in my dad, they never made issues of that. My my family, extended family members are all shades oh, of, of black, right? right. And you find that in most black families. Yeah, though. I mean, I mean f- from, you know, the darkest to the lightest. Mm-hmm. And and they're all beautiful. Right. They're in all their own, in their own in way, their own right? way yeah, right? And on that's on both sides of my family, both my dad and my mom's side of the family. And so it just was never an issue. I I didn't really realize it until I kind of became around dating age, right? Of course. So I'm, you know, <laughs> I wasn't dating cuz you know, you got to know my parents, but mm-hmm. I was of dating age, right? And so I might have been maybe, you know, 13, 14, 15, something like that. Mm-hmm. And I remember talking to a guy mm-hmm. uh, on the phone and you know, we kind of liked each other and he made he this made This what Ashley Larry was. No, this was, first of all, I don't even know who <laughs> Ashley Larry is. <laughs> You just made that up. That's ridiculous. No, and and we were we were talking on the phone, and he made a comment that I was pretty for a dark skinned girl, and right. I know that every sister out there, my chocolate girls out there, they have heard that at some point in which their is lives. one of the most ignorant things. So that, ridiculous. That you can say um, to somebody and I and I and I didn't really, now, I what, didn't really what, get. Hold on, can I say this? Mm-hmm. I didn't really get it, and I ended up actually meeting this this guy's mom later on and her first comment to me was like oh look at my baby brought him a pretty little chocolate thing in here and she i was, was like, just as bad as he was i was like what in the hell so like, what was his shade that? was he fast skin or was he yeah it was a no it was a little a, bit lighter than me right. i mean it was he wasn't fair skin he was a, you know brown he was a brown brother but I, I just i was so kind of taken aback by that because if i'm if i'm cute if i'm attracted right. then what 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 does that matter right. you, don't, you don't hear people <laughs> say oh she's pretty for a blue-eyed girl you right. know what i mean like never. that don't happen right? i had never i had never heard of that before and i kind of you know in those days, I kind of became like a vigilant about it, right? And vigilant about it because I would hate when people would say anything uh, about that, about that, about myself or people that I knew. It mm. kind of coincided with that good hair comment, which mm. still to this day drives me crazy. It's, it, again, just just a way to divide and to make people feel as though beauty is a set is a standard or a set thing, and it's mm. not, right? Oh, right. So no, that was mine. What was what was yours? Well, I'm on the other end of the spectrum. You are. Right? That's why I call you Nella Wafer. <laughs> what you said about your mom is funny because you know she said you said she views the darker skin as the more beautiful, right? I yeah. think I think I fall into that same thing as well for myself, right? I, I wish I was. I always wish I was darker, like the color. Of, and I don't know if that was the, because you know growing up I idolized my dad, and he's you know he's a you know a darker man than I am. But or, or maybe it just you know. The militant in me wanted to have, not to want it to be like judged on, oh, you know, yeah. you ain't really black yeah. or whatever that goes with that yeah. type of stuff. And you know where I come from, you know, not too long ago, folks were still doing that paper bag test. So they stopped? Uh-huh. When I they think, stopped? I don't know. I had, it must have been I mean? in the year of our Lord, 2021, because I didn't know y'all had stopped. Terry. Not, well, first of all, not y'all. I've never done a black Okay, but you, you know where you from. Test. No, you I'm saying that. From. 
And not, you know, not necessarily my area, but surrounding those little rural towns, you still heard people talking about the brown paper bag test. You want to you explain what the brown paper bag test you can, is? You can explain it since you, you, it was your people doing it. You can uh, you explain what it, it is. It was, like, it was like a form of acceptance, right? Right. So if you were lighter than the brown paper bag, people felt that you were more acceptable or, or they were... I don't. I don't know exactly how to clarify that, but you know, it it was something better better yeah. than the other side of it, right? Yeah. Is that right? Is that accurate? No, you're absolutely right. And I, again, never really I remember hearing that when I was a teenager, and literally going to get a paper a paper bag and being like, "Oh well, right. <laughs> you failed that That's test, sister." Um, no, I, I think that you know. Again, you know, your parents. My my mom was fair skinned. My dad wasn't. Uh, but you know. Through my dad's side of the family more so than my mom's, you had all shades, right? Your mama's family, not so much. My mom's immediate family. Immediate some, some, family. Right, you start getting yeah. out and you know. You let me tell you, out. and let me tell you, I love them all. I absolutely adore them all. But I remember meeting them for the first time and calling my mama and was like, there's not a black among them. <laughs> see, but in that, and see, and see, that's, that's what we're not going with, black, right? Not a not black a among black. them. And, and so did you have a little bit of colorism going on? I didn't have a little that, bit right? of colorism. Because I had never seen that before, though. Can but, I be honest with but you? But you said not a black among them. I'm, and I'm, you know, so hold on. I'm joking now. Oh, okay. I I didn't really say that. Oh, I did okay. call my mom and say to her though, and, and swear mm, to God, this is what right. I said: "My mom, the darkest one in there." Right, right. Like, mom, I was the darkest one in there, and I had never. And you and I started dating when you were what twenty twenty eight. Mm-hmm. I was twenty seven, and in twenty seven years, I had never seen anything like that. I right. had never experienced that. Every you know guy that I'd ever dated, every family that I'd ever known had a rainbow of black people in their family. When I met Terry's mom's family, who again, I adore them, everybody was the same color. <laughs> Every single person was the exact same shade unless they went in the sun for a few days and they maybe got a, you know, a little bit of a tan. But I was like, "Whoa!" Like and my mom was like, oh, I, you know where you're from. And I was like, oh, okay. Well, that made sense. They never, well, tr- never treated me any different. They were always amazing to me. This is not, this is not anything. No, right, you know right. what I mean? But yeah. like, I mean, it's this just, it's just based strictly on what you saw. Off of what I saw. Amazing right. people. But well, I was kind of like, oh, Lord, everybody the same color. They all, I call them, I used to call them the beige family. I ain't gonna lie right. to you. I used to call them the beige family. Love them. I, don't be mad at y'all. They gonna call you tomorrow and be like, what? Right. But it's the truth. But no, I think, I think that. I experienced some of the same things you just said. We're talking about, oh, you know, I had a girl who was probably even lighter than I am tell me, oh, you know, you cute for a light skinned boy. You know what I mean? Well, she didn't like that you were light skinned. I, I don't know. It wasn't. We weren't. We never dated. She just told me like she just uh, light skinned like, men like a, not supposed to be attractive. I, I don't know. That's uh, kind uh, of like the whole thing, like being like light skinned brothers played out. You know, right, people say that kind of right, stuff, right? Yeah, I think that that happened. You know, and you would hear rumors of you know. Not not my generation or not our generation. And I don't even know necessarily my parents' generation, but you would hear that people would go and say, oh, if it's past your third cousin, let's keep it in the family type of deal, right? Mm, right? Really? Yeah, like, you know, and I, wow. this sounds so backwards, but, like, I never saw it, right? But you heard rumors of people kind of wanting to keep the, color. the, the light skin, I'm using air quotes, light yeah. skin, good hair. Oh, you know, I hate that. Type deal, yeah. Right? Yeah. I know you hate yeah. that term. That's why I, I say do it. hate that term. But that's what people would say, right? Yeah. And I remember another situation to where this girl's grandmother was like, oh, I, like, I never met him, right? Never. She just saw a picture of me. 
and was like, oh, I like them because uh, you ain't got to worry about combing their hair when you Ooh, get older, Lord. right? And I'm like, yeah, chill through are my you spine. for real? Like, yeah. And so for me, I took offense to those type of things because I'm like, does that, what does that matter? It doesn't. Right? Like, right. I, I, just like I couldn't choose to be black, I couldn't choose to be what color I am, right? Right. Or, or, but, babe, you have tried to is. get in that sun. Uh, uh, many a day you didn't gotten that sun. Right. But I, because you that, got sunburn trying to get that skin. Right. Because that's not. You know what it is. I mean, I think that we we just kind of are who we are, and like we got a black people have enough on our backs, yeah. Then for have our own people to be worried about what color we are, right? So let me ask you this: So you've never experienced that in 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 your in your family directly, any type of colorism or anything like that? Was that ever an experience in my, in my family? Yeah, with any type of family members or no? I don't. I don't think so. I don't, like I said, I think you know, family is family. That you love your family regardless, right? right? And so I don't think that I got any any flack for. For, for the color of my skin or anything like that, not, yeah. not from family members. And, I, and let me tell you something. I think it's, the spectrum is different because even, and I know we're going outside of our own people in colorism, I think the world looks at people differently based on the color of their skin. Because I, I, I always ask Valencia when I, our president, Barack Obama, <laughs> was elected, was like, could he be elected if he was a dark-skinned man? Uh, not now, no. Right? No. Even then? No. You know, <laughs> not, same, okay. same, look at not the same qualifications, yeah. look at the same qualifications, no. everything is the same. Could he have been, this, could he have been elected if he was a color of a chair? Well, but that's the thing. And, and that's what I was getting ready to say. I mean, look at, look at the horrible things that they would say about Michelle, how they would call her a monkey and they would say things about her. And she's absolutely stunning. She right. is so graceful, so poised. She's beautiful. She's intelligent. But because... Barack married a sister, right? Then there was there was all of these different things that was said about her that she was unattractive. I mean, they had, for, I mean, they for for weeks they talked about the fact that the woman wore sleeveless gowns and dresses, and it, it was like a black like a black woman couldn't couldn't wear you know had to wear sleeves and had to. Meanwhile. Trump's wife was a whole porno star, and but yet that that didn't (laughs) nope that didn't resonate with anybody. Nobody ever said anything. I think that was more so about about black and white though than it was about color. What you mean? About I think that that regardless, I think Michelle. I'm talking about when you comparing her to Melania, right? I think you called that woman by name. I did. You mean Melanie? I mean we didn't see all of her. So oh lord, excuse the. Fix that, Jesus. I mean, I'm just saying. Keep it real on this podcast. This ain't no fake ass podcast. <laughs> no, so I, I think that I think that I think that it was more so about just black and white because I think no matter. Oh, I if, agree. I think if Michelle was Kamala Harris's color and she did that, they still would have said something, right? You think so? I think so. Being as the first black anything, you you come under so much ridicule. What they call Kamala that, Harris a whore, right? You know, right? I mean, they call Barack a monkey. Remember, they had the shirts with the bananas and all that crazy stuff going on. So it, I think just being in that in that in that stage it wouldn't have mattered I, yeah. I mean I could be wrong but I think that what's 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 more important is that and I don't want to say more important but I think the focal point of it is how do we view ourselves you know what I mean and and, and what harm do we cause and then when we start that then does that make a certain group of people black people more acceptable to the masses do, oh, absolutely do, do we encourage that do we thrive on that yeah do we, push we thrive that on that i mean come I mean? on terry i mean you have i mean you're you're a man right you have guy friends you mean to tell me you've never you've never heard one of your guy friends say anything about a woman's color before oh i mean i haven't had friends that said anything i don't think but you could see patterns in who people date right? okay um myself included i think growing up i dated a lot of fashion women 
like my mom, my mom say, "Oh, he like him light skin with long hair." Why are you I, smiling? I, I, like you grinning and skinny like a Cheshire cat. Because I'm you, laughing at you. You better settle down. So, but there was a shift, that, and it wasn't. <laughs> there wasn't anything that was intentional. It wasn't that I was looking at other women as they weren't, you know, pretty. It's just that's what I was attracted to. That's that's what I gravitated towards early on, right? When I first started dating. And now, it's totally different. When you're not dating now, Terry. Well, Thank God for that. I saved you. Please stop telling people that. Oh. I mean, I, I, I think of myself as somebody who truly views all women as beautiful, right? Yeah, uh, no, no. Matter, no matter what shade they are. No, you absolutely do to that. And see, that's the thing. My, my dating history was so different, as my parents talked about in the first episode. I, I did not care. I had boyfriends who were fair-skinned. Um, who were dark skinned, who were short, who were tall, who were thuggish, who were preppy, who were fat, who were skinny. It didn't matter to me. Right. And so again, when when you and I <laughs> when you and I got engaged, I had a few people say to me, Oh, you got your light one, huh? Oh yeah, she got a high yellow man. And I was like, I mean, these were like family members at the time, close friends who said that. And I was like, that is the most ridiculous thing. Like, I, Out of all the things you say when somebody does, you know, get into all right. this. Like, that's I'm the like, first thing that people look at, right? Who gives a shit? Yeah. Like, who cares about right. that? Right. Because guess do. what? I'd have had some horrible light-skinned dudes. <laughs> I'd have had some horrible dark-skinned dudes, and I'd have had some horrible ones in the middle. A good man is a good man. It doesn't It doesn't really matter. I mean, um, I know you didn't find you a good, a good man. So, um, <laughs> so anyway, so yeah, so, let's I'm gonna so like, how did that, that. Th- did that ever impact you, like your self worth or what you thought about yourself? No, like, never, time? no, yeah. never. I always knew I was cute, <laughs> okay? Um, I always knew I was cute. I'm being honest with you. I, you couldn't, because, because that my parents instilled that in mm-hmm. me. Right. right. Um, and, I, and I think that that's something I know that's something that you do with our daughters that oh, I admire um, in you is that I actually had parents who told me I was pretty. Right. They, they told me that. So I didn't necessarily have to go and seek that from from any anyone else or any man or any anything like that. And right. no one in that regard could dim that light in me. Well, you know, you know what? And I and I and I do with our own daughters, like you said, because look, I, I think my daughters are absolutely gorgeous, like beautiful girls. You know what I mean? Can't ask for much more out of them. But I know the perception and the labels that they would get, not only like, you know, by by other people, other black people, but also the masses. And so I want I don't never want them to let anybody tell them that they're not, right? So you notice every day I tell them, y'all look pretty. Oh my God, y'all so beautiful. Whatever the case may be. And I think that's important. And I think but what's, what's different from this generation and our kids is they actually get to see girls that look like them yeah, represented mm-hmm. in the media, right, right, in magazines and all that. Because before you didn't see that, right, right? because it was very rare that the media put in dark skinned women in, in, on anything. And so you saw, if you saw a black woman at all, she was nine times out of ten she was fair skinned. Yeah, right. And again, I think what we do, we do. I think we do a pretty good job here. And let me tell you, you don't hear, you won't hear us say uh, what we do well as parents because we always think uh, we could do better and mm-hmm. do more. We're very hard on ourselves um, as parents, but I think what we do. We do very well is and I learned this again from from my parents and it's nothing against anyone. But my 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 daughters will only have black dolls, black baby (laughs) dolls. 
And why it, is that important? Because it's a, it's a it's a self it's a reflection thing, right? My daughters need to have baby dolls that look like them the mm. same way that they should be able to turn on television and see women that look like them the same way, you know, we love Simone Biles and Gabby Douglas because, you know, they're gymnasts that look like my daughters. Mm. And we watch the Miss America and Miss USA pageants. Those those sisters are killing the game. Right. They look like our daughters. Right. Cause back, um, but we had, you only had Dominique Dawes. Yeah, in, in, in exactly. Right? Yeah, you're right. Or you had Flo Joy, Jackie Joy, the Cursey, right. running track. Yeah. And look at the disparity in those two women and right. the color of their skin. They were both phenomenal athletes. Right. But, you know, I think that, you know, and Jackie Joyner Kersey probably did more yeah. in track and field. Yeah. But Flojo got all the, the yeah. glam and the fame right. with the right. long hair and the nails right. and all this other stuff. Right. right. So my daughters, we believe in Serena, Serena Williams. Oh, yes. We adore her mm-hmm. here. And so it is absolutely important that that my daughters can can see themselves reflected in every aspect of their lives from playing with baby dolls to watching people on TV to seeing their reflection in magazines to now, you know, seeing women that look like them as first lady and now as the the vice president of the United States. And right. so we support black women in 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 this family. Mm-hmm. Uh and not to say that our son is is left out at all, but we wanted to kind of focus on our daughters because our daughters are are darker skin. They take after my skin tone. And so, you know, we we have to let them know that they are beautiful, that they don't have to have hazel eyes and long curly hair in order to be beautiful, that they are beautiful with brown eyes and natural hair. hair. And and that's, you know, and, and our son, his color is more he falls after his dad and the and the people that fawn over him and tell him how handsome he is. I mean, we still we tell him here at the house, right. but we also we humble him. We very much so humble him because his sisters are just as attractive as, as he is. Right. You know, right. And you yeah. never want one child to feel more. Absolutely. Like, you, know, like, oh, you tell such yeah. and such they're pretty because this little boy know he's handsome and that that'd be the nerve for me uh, That's well, the nerve. he ain't stole that part but you know he get that get from you that. he get that from you no he does no so i think i think that on the flip side of that is do you get the same amount of respect from black people sometimes if you if you want the darker skin right do, do people validate you as much or do they say you are you know half breed or are you not you know fully black as you like to say I got fifty percent French or something. You, know, you do have fifty percent. You need to blame that on ancestry. They be lying. To Don't me come on. That me. ain't happening. But no, I I think that you know that was always a, a I say always it's been a concern. I think that you no, know, I was saying that you know sometimes on the opposite end of being you know a fair skinned man, that, you know, do you always get the same respect level? Do do people val- validate you as being black? You know, are you fully black or you know, oh, you just a you know, mixed breed, not mixed or half, whatever they want to call it. You know what I mean? That, oh, you know, your blackness is not all the way through because. questioned, yeah. Right. So have you ever experienced that? I can't pinpoint one specific, you know, instance, right? I think that, you know, you you know me, right? I'm always pro-black, you know, somewhat of a. You're a militant. A militant. Yeah. um, When it comes to that. And, you know, I've heard people say it's always the lightest one in the room. It is. It's the Malcolm X's. It's the Angela Davis's. Right. And I don't know. I don't, you know, you've asked this question before, like, do I do that because of the color of my skin. I don't think so. Right? I think it was just, it's a natural instinct. It's not nothing that I said, Oh, I got to really be out here and be vocal because I'm not as dark as the next person. You have something right? to prove. Like right? I have something to yeah. prove. I think that was just something that's just 
been a passion and, and it was inherent. It just it just comes out, right? I never really sat back and paid attention that I got to make my fight extra to prove myself to somebody or to prove my blackness because of the way I look. Yeah. No, I mean, I think that that's a plus. I mean, I have asked you that question. I've oftentimes wondered that. Were you so so pro-black and so militant and so vocal uh, because of your lighter skin? And I, and I can, knowing you now, I, I know that that's not the case. Right. Because, um, I mean, I think that when, when police pull you over, they don't care about what shade you are. You right? don't think so, Terry? They, they, I don't think so. So, I mean, tell, so, you, <laughs> so you never felt like you, you, you received any type of benefit for you being lighter skin? Do I feel... I mean, that's I, real. I, I mean, think, keep I think it, it real, goes, No, I think it goes back to what we just talked about, right? I think that it's like a black man in a suit sometimes, right? A black man in a suit compared to a black man in a sweat in sweatsuit, the black man in the, in the business suit is more accepted. It's, it's, it's safe, so to speak, right? Mm-hmm. And I think that when you do that, as far as, I'm talking about as far as appealing to the masses, right? Mm-hmm. Is that where you were going with the question? No, I mean, I'm, I'm asking you individually, like as mm-hmm. an individual person, you have never reaped a benefit because you are a lighter skinned person. Not that I would, I could not. I think, I think, let me tell you. You I can th- tell me, I, I really I think that you. Know. I think you could get away with a lot more, a lot more. Um, okay. And why do you think that? Because I feel like you're less of a threat. Well, that's what I was, that's what I was saying. Yeah. You, you appear safe. Yeah. When, you know, in comparison, right? And, yeah. I, and And I guess that's somewhat of a, an unawareness that you don't think about. You know, you just, hey, I'm just trying to live. I'm just trying to get whatever I can in this world and, and, and get mine, so to speak. And so you don't necessarily say, oh, I've gotten this opportunity because of the color of my skin. Or I, I, I was able to be accepted by a larger group of people for for that for that reason. You would think that you you know, you would like to think that that's on your own merit. But I don't doubt that like you said, it's it's a safer deal. Like, you know what I mean? But I tease you about that and in our and we have a group of friends, y'all call yourselves the golden First boys. of all, y'all don't call yourselves Y'all do call nothing. yourselves that. <laughs> a, a, a female coined that term. Y'all call yourselves. And, and nobody just kind of Y'all off. call yourselves the golden boys. And the reason why you guys are called the golden boys is not because you guys are, are like elevated, which y'all are. Y'all are amazing. I'm not saying that. Y'all call yourself the golden boys because if there's five dudes, four of them light skin. <laughs> <laughs> Again, I never had control over that. You know what I'm trying to say? I understand what you're saying. The Golden Boys. And and let me tell you, we laugh at the name. It, it's nothing. You know what I mean? I, we get it. We, I get where it's from. But, like, that that's what that is. The Golden Boys is because you guys are all the beige. You guys are all beige, with the exception of, like, two. Y'all are beige. But, so, but okay, great, great point, right? So you say that. What am I supposed to do about it? I don't know. What are you supposed to do? Because if you're a black man, why does it I'm matter if man. you're a golden you're a golden boy? It doesn't. So then, I, I, you could call me the black boy. I wouldn't care. Well, you know, I, I, I'll listen. What, what do I say about? Well, first you? of all, I just don't call me no boy. But you, you know. don't like the term boy. But you know, I tell you all the time, huh. you have black boy privilege. You do. You are the epitome of black boy privilege. <laughs> and so when, when I look at you. But, that, I, but is that more so about economics and where. Like the socioeconomic Where, where I come classes. from, what my, what yeah, my father class, did, like, that type class. of thing. I don't think yeah. that is that, you know. I, I think, I th- no, I, th- I think your, your black boy privilege mm. is, is a 
is a, a culmination of all of those things. I think it has everything to do with socioeconomic status. I think it has everything to do with the the legacy. And I was talking about you, you know, your right. your 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 family's background. I think it also has has something to do with you know uh, your light skin and this curly hair that you be rocking. That you got more hair products than I do. I'm yes, not gonna say about again, it tonight. Um, stop with the false you don't, statements. You don't. You don't. I have, I have, I oh, have. See, see how you see how you were getting something. ready. You see how you're getting ready to I tell that tale. I have one product that I use. You know, when my, did, when, okay, my they, when my mane gets out of hand. Yeah. First of all, did you call it a mane? Did, Are I'm you a, a lion? lion? I am a oh lion. Oh my god! Um, no, I think I think that you know you say that, but then I, I, as we're talking, I'm thinking you know I'm gonna give y'all a black history fact. You know, for those who don't know, my dad was the first African American superintendent of state police, and he's not fast skin. He was able to achieve that. What is that, a bully? <laughs> yeah, I called him a bully. Y'all call him and tell him I said it. He a bully. That's why he boss hogged his way in there. You think so? He got a voice that sounds like God. I'm <laughs> <laughs> Colonel Landry. Right. You know what I mean? Like right. no, they right. were scared not to give him whatever he wanted. <laughs> the man like six foot seven, bald headed black man. Wouldn't you give him? I give him what it, yes sir. Whatever you need, run away. <laughs> like that's what I would do. But that's just me. He is a bully, though. He made him do. People do whatever he wants them to do. <laughs> he is a bully, Shaq no, bully. He worked hard to get what he. No, did. he did. I'm, I'm teasing. He did. He did. Yeah. But he is a bully, right? No, he's uh he has this very commanding presence that will intimidate the strongest of men. Um, <laughs> I'm just playing. No, so I think that you know he he was able to achieve that, and, and as you would say, benefit. Oh, I don't want to say benefit. Um, he doesn't have a lighter shade of skin, so I don't. I don't know. I mean, we don't know. Like, right? We don't know. We can only work with what we're given. We can, right? but I think. But let me tell you something. Mm-hmm. I think. I think that that there is a privilege that is associated with having a lighter skin tone. Okay. And I think to negate that privilege, mm-hmm. to pretend as though that privilege does not exist, to pretend as though you have not benefited from that privilege, is equivalent to a white person in America thinking that they don't benefit from the privilege of being no, white. Right, right. I yeah. think that that's an insult to what it is. I, and I, I agree with you. I think I go back to the Barack Obama deal, right? Is I mean, it, I, but you're it, not it, Barack Obama. Today. I'm not. I just think I, I'm giving that, that. As a, as, because that's an example everybody can relate to. But there's, there are other examples, I think. I Colin Powell, you want to go there? Oh, uh, yeah. You know Colin what I mean? Powell. I mean, he was a Republican, so I don't know. Or he is, you know. I, I, I think you're right. I think that it, there is some benefit. Are you there's some some there's some I don't want to keep saying the word benefit. That's not what I'm trying to say. I think that there is a perception of benefit from the other side. I'm saying from 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 people who feel like you're more acceptable because of the color of your skin. Because Uh, because it's lighter because of the fair because of the lighter color. Maybe so. I mean, according to you, though, you've never you've never. No, no, I'm not. Because what I'm what I'm saying is I've never had an instance where I could pinpoint to say, hey, I was up against somebody who was not. Who was a shade darker than I am, or shades darker than I am, and we went in a head to head, and this is what happened. You see what I'm saying? I haven't been, I haven't noticed though that playing field being on it, and you know, hey, I got this, and this other person didn't. So let me ask you this: mm-hmm. at at no point, whether you were dating me or another another darker skinned woman, no right. one ever made a comment to you about it. No one ever had anything to say about it. Had anything to say about what? About you dating or marrying a a darker 
woman. No, no. I think because even before you, like, you know, my trend changed into dating. And nobody ever made comment of it, made notice of it. You know something I don't like, like I can't recall. <laughs> I'm just saying I don't remember. We have a question. No, no, no. I don't remember. I don't think that ever. I don't remember it ever being an issue that was brought to my attention. Now they might have just not want to say the shit to my face, but I, I've never had anybody say, "Oh, well, damn, you know." I thought you was gonna wind up with somebody a little lighter. Gotcha. I'm missing. So, so how about you? Like anybody, anybody gave you flack about? No, not one, way, one way or the other. I mean, you know what I mean? Because I, I, I know I know some girls that went and they were raised in a culture of. You should stay within that, you know, light skin deal. And they went to find the blackest man they could find, right? To kind of go uh, against the grain, rebel yeah. or whatever. Right. And I don't want to say they weren't attracted to him, but I think they made it a, a emphasis a to be like effort, a yeah. conscious effort to be like, yeah. I am going to, yeah, kind of. And maybe it was a, a target to say, I'm going to get rid of it, right? Because if more people made that conscious effort, then, then we would all be the color, like we would all be a caramel color of sorts, right? But I mean, you you said something that that you may want to talk about or not talk about. What? Because yeah. I, I remember having this conversation in college, right? Yeah. And there was some conversation that I came not with athlete was like, find me a white woman. And if you can't find me a white woman, find me the na- the closest thing to it. Yeah. Meaning that if she wasn't white, I mean, I she, have, had to, she had to be black then. I have family, family members who are former athletes who would only date and marry white women. But I... Absolutely love their wives. You know right, what I mean? They absolutely. People, yeah, you know, I mean, but they're. I mean, that. but I think that they absolutely married the their, the best partners for them. Right. They they married amazing women. Right. You know what I mean? Who have bore um, my amazing little cousins? Mm-hmm. You know, and so. So so let me ask you something. Do you think that, or tell me why you think colorism is a problem within our within our culture within our race i think it's like you said or I think, is it a problem i think it's absolutely all? a problem mm-hmm. um i think that it's absolutely ridiculous like you said a minute ago i think you said it perfectly you know us as a people we have we have enough that we're dealing with we have enough hurdles we have been dealing with systemic racism since the beginning of time there are more black men in, in prison <laughs> right that it doesn't even it doesn't even match the ratio of black men in the population right and so you know I, I just I think that that we're dealing with that we're dealing with African Americans dying at a record high rate from this COVID pandemic I, you know I myself I can speak to that you know both you know Terry both of my parents who uh, are in their mid to late 70s were both hospitalized simultaneously with the virus, I think my mom was a was a day away from being on a ventilator, and they and they made full recoveries from that. So we're thanking God for that. But we're you know how many people have we known you know that have have died from this virus? So we're we're incarcerated. We're killing each other at record number at rates. So I think I read this article about this Alabama rapper, I think Honeycomb, that these men came and murdered his grandparents. And burned down their homes and FaceTimed him while they were doing it. I mean, as a, because of because of, of of some argument or disagreement that they had gotten into, and so it, you know we're killing each other. It's it's COVID rates. We're you know we're in prison, and we weren't about colorism, <laughs> like, and we weren't about who's lighter and who's darker. Like they are killing us they are dividing us they are doing anything they can in order to make black people black men extinct and we're fighting within ourselves because you got a little bit more melanin in your skin than i have in mine get the hell out of here with that 
Right, right. And you you mentioned something. You said a rapper, right? So what about in the entertainment industry? Do you think that that also goes into comes into play as who's successful, who's oh, yeah. who's more appealable to the masses, who's who who we also may listen to or not listen to? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, we've known people in the um entertainment industry and they talk about all the time about, you know, Hollywood is nothing but a bunch of old Jewish men, right? And so they like high yellow women. Pretty pretty they like pretty girls. And and they like um it's it's a it's a little bit easier for darker skinned black men um to, to to make it in the entertainment industry than it is for a darker skinned black woman. But even still, I mean they have you know, they have difficulties as well. And so I just I just don't believe we can't we, we can't fight fight these wars and then fight battles within ourselves. And within right. our group, we can't right. do that. You're not going to win like that. Do you feel like there's more of a shift in, in, in 2021, 2020? Has there been more of a shift towards it being acceptable to feature and to showcase yeah, the, but, the darker skin yeah, woman? But this man. whole thing about, oh, it's the year of the black woman. It should have been the year of the black. There should not even been a, be a differentiation between what year it is. Everybody should be treated equally regardless of um, their race and and within the African American community, we should all be recognized regardless of whether we're lighter or we're darker. So mm-hmm. I think there has I think there's been you know more more of a shift, but that there's still so much work to be done. No, I, I think that you know the showcasing of uh, and I don't want to you know mispronounce her name Lupita. Oh, Lupita Nyong'o, right, who, who is who Nyong'o. is who gorgeous, is a, a gorgeous, a gorgeous. Yeah. Woman who has been, you know, I think who has made it. Or Issa Rae. Issa right. Rae has been, she's beautiful. Right. They're, they're making it more appealable and more more people to recognize that, hey, there's a whole nother group of people that you are not tapping into that can be featured on these covers of these magazines or in movies or, or singers or whatever the case may be, right? Yeah. What do we do? Like, how, how do we get rid of it? That's How do we you help? How do we stop push letting that? people call you a golden boy? Don't press the wrong button. <laughs> I'm learning my buttons, baby. No, seriously. How, how how do you think we we improve or get past it? Or is that just something that that was built and has been has been going on for so long that it's hard to overcome? I just think that we all need to realize it's stupid. <laughs> I don't know. That's a simple answer. I don't know how we get past that. Mm-hmm. Do you feel like some of the things you grew up with? Do you still have hold on to those those thoughts or those issues or? concerns now that you're a full-fledged adult i didn't have concerns about color as a child about your own though i and never had concerns said, so how did that make you feel when the lady said oh you got a little chocolate girl i Are thought she pretty? was dumb yeah. i didn't even understand where she was even coming from with it do you feel like you've been disadvantaged have, have been at a disadvantage because of the color of your skin no i don't i don't feel like i've been at a, at a disadvantage not at all i have i don't i don't feel like that at all I, but also pay attention to how the, how the media portrays us and, and it's, it's starting to improve this angry black woman thing now i get now listen i have gotten that well right but i think that's that's more of a racial thing right than it is a color thing colorism and not race but I, to me i don't know how you can how how, how they don't fall they don't fall into one so, another. So so then okay, so back to your statement. Do you feel like because that do you feel like dark skinned women have that label more than light skinned women? Oh, absolutely. Okay. And let me tell you, and I know that this is a little bit off topic, but I think any any black woman will tell you that you are treated differently based on the the a different hairstyle that you may have, right? So, like, I have been braids right now because we just came from Mexico. Now, when we were in Mexico, the Native people were consistently complimenting me on my braids and things like that. 
But and, and and only because I've been practicing law so long now, I don't really care. But early on in my career, I would have never worn braids Best to like court. Had court, right? Not for court. Um, and even now, like I have like different colors and things like that. Like I would want to try my hairstyles, and, and my hairstylist will tell you, I'm always been like, okay, well, let's try a little highlight, but. I can't be too wild because I got to go to court, right. right? Meanwhile, you know, white women can pretty much wear their hair any kind of way that they want. But, like, many years ago, I would have never worn braids to court. If I had a job interview, I would be sure to take my braids out before a job interview, especially if I knew that I was going to be interviewed by a white man mm-hmm. or a white woman. And so, you know, I, you ca- I couldn't be a dark-skinned black woman with an ethnic hairstyle. And expect to get hired for a job mm. or to go into an unfamiliar courtroom. It just wasn't gonna happen. Yeah. And I and unfortunately, I've had to, you know, kind of explain that to some of my students. And I'm like, hey, listen, I get it. Y'all in law school, y'all creative. Y'all come from northern cities where you know locks are you know celebrated, and it doesn't really matter how your hair looking. You can do this with your hair, whatever. But in the south, you can't get no internship down here with 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 hair with certain hairstyles, mm. especially certain hairstyles being a dark skinned black woman. You just right. can't do it. Right. You have to be very, you have to have permed, relaxed, or weak. And it, has, it needs to be glued down for the gods. Mm. Um, and it needs to be, if you are a dark-skinned black woman, you need to have a, a, a 1 or a 1B, maybe a 2. And my, my sisters out there know what I'm talking about with these hair colors. You got to have a darker hair color. You, ain't no highlights. You can't do none of that. You have to be very straight-laced down here. In this field, in order to to be hired or to be accepted, I know I went off on a tangent. I apologize. No, you're good. People need to hear. Not everybody could be like you, Terry, whose eyes get lighter every time he drinks. Well, again, that's just something I picked up on uh, as I turned what the last two years. I've noticed you know, you noticed that. I don't. I mean, yeah. obviously, I'm not looking at myself when I'm drinking. So you do. You stare in the mirror and slowly sip. I do. You're right. I think we've milked this thing to death. Do you have any um, last comments? What do you think about it? How do you feel about it? No, I think I think we got to stop looking at ourselves and find excuses to to keep each other down. You know what I mean? We yeah. got to just accept that people are who they are. Just like I can't control being short or tall. You know what I mean? Uh, Valencia can't help that she vertically challenged. But you what? Know. Oh, <laughs> wow! Maybe you should let me use some of your shoe lifts. <laughs> That you use every day. I saw. I mean, just like we can't help that. Just like we can't help being black, as I said at the opening. We got to just be more. We got to, as a whole, black people. I know we're not monolithic. Mm-hmm. You better. You better use that word, sir. We're not a monolithic people. Sir, you, sir that, here's your $20 because that's a $20 word. Do you hear me? You better ding, ding, ding. You better use that word. Hey, you better use that twenty dollar word. You yeah, I would use be proud. that twenty dollar As mm. I was saying, mm. we are not a monolithic people on, on a lot of it, on any issue. But I think that I love that word. What we need to you do, better, you better say that. Is just look at each other and embrace each other and embrace our differences, right? And and I think that's that's not only for black people. I think for the, all people, especially right now going through this pandemic. So, man, this is it. This is the last week of Black History Month. Yeah, um, you know, Black History. Was definitely made on February 27, 1981. <laughs> <laughs> so y'all get ready for that. You know, as a king. 
was born. A king is born. A king is born. And that king is none other than yours truly. Oh, my God. So even though in the pandemic, you know, the 40 ain't the same. We, we can't have a big celebration like we, we want to. But again, like Valencia said, we appreciate everybody for tuning in. This was a little more serious conversation. Uh, so we hope you all enjoy that. We're not all about the jokes. We do have some some serious topics we want to talk to you all about. And we hope that you all continue to listen. And that will be it for this episode of Living with the Lantern. Enjoy the rest of Black History Month. Unless you got anything, send us out. So I do want to um, give this quote from the great Dr. Martin Luther King. Give it to him. Says, I refuse to accept the view that mankind is so tragically bound to the starless midnight of racism and war that the bright daybreak of peace and brotherhood can never become a reality. Hmm. I believe that unarmed truth and unconditional love will have the final word. Let's love each other, y'all. Love each other. Love you, Terry. Oh, I love you oh, too. Oh. Valencia oh. from the Vessel Landry. <laughs> All right, guys. Thank y'all so much. This is Living with the Lindsay. Terry met Valencia in no school. No school. They went on to have three great kids. And now they all live in Louisiana. Louisiana. I want to share with you how they live. How they live. Living with the Landry's. 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 Let's get drinking.